Hello, y'all. Um, so, um, I'm a trash human being. <laughs> I'm going to start this off. I'm going to take a sip of this wine right here. And I'm going to say, um, it is a Wednesday night when I'm recording this. Um, <clears throat> and so I went out, I, you know, don't go out a lot anymore. And my old roommate and my, my best friend, um, the one that I moved to Austin with, um, asked if I wanted to come out. I was like, already like ate dinner, worked out, stretched, was ready to like go to bed. And, um, I decided to go out. Um, but it is South by Southwest two week ends two weeks long of South by Southwest in Austin, Texas. And if you know what South by Southwest is, that is so hard to say South by Southwest. If you know what that is, it is a music multimedia business festival that happens every single year, two times a week, two times a week, two times during the year. So it's like two weeks on. And uh, that made no sense. So what I meant to say is it happens for two weeks once a year. <laughs> um, I've had a couple drinks. It's fine. Um, but I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it. It's like Christmas, you know? Like, everyone gets excited for it. And then it's just stressful and annoying. Like, traffic is bad. People are rude. Like, it's just annoying. So that's kind of like what I'm dealing with. Also, like, if you... I uh, have noticed like I got a new pop screen on my microphone so I am recording hopefully without the obnoxious sound like even that was a lot more uh, digestible than the old uh, episodes so hopefully this will be the start of something new because it feels so right to be here with you <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to I Love You Say It Back podcast. I'm Jake, your host. This podcast is all about self love, self acceptance, self forgiveness, a whole lot of sass, and a little bit of ass. But you have to go to my Instagram to see that because I'm not. I mean, obviously it's a podcast, so you can't um, you can't see my ass here. It could, you could hear it, I guess, like if I fart, but I don't plan on doing that. Um, this episode, I wanted to talk about, uh, like high school days. And I, I, I bring this up because I am 29 years old. I'll be 30 in October, which I'm super excited for. I hate when people are like, oh my God, you're about to die at like 30 years old. I'm like, bitch, I've been dying for the past five years. Let me live. Uh, so I'm really excited for that. Uh, I think I want to go to Hawaii. So if y'all want to come with me, like hit me up. I'm trying to book flights right now and decide what I want to do. Oh, I got a new job. I got a new job so I can afford this. (laughs) I can take PTO or I can take vacation. I can, you know, have benefits, healthcare and a salary that will let me live. So I got a new job. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm really, really, by the time this comes out, I will probably have already started full time, but, um, yeah, I'm really, really, really fucking <laughs> excited and and happy about this. But this kind of prompt, prompted me to talk about uh, the things that happened in high school, the things that 
my mindset where it was in high school. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know who is, uh, um, in the same position as me or the same demographic as me, but, um, I, I was born in 1993. I am a gen, I'm a millennial slash like right on the end of millennial before Gen Z. So I'm like in this weird cusp of like, I, I, I get it, but I don't get it. You know, like I, I identify way more as millennial than I do Gen Z, but like sometimes Gen Z, I'm like, Oh my God, what the fuck are you doing? You have no idea what you're doing. And then other times millennials are like acting like they're boomers. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're doing either. So anyway, if you're in that same position, that's kind of like where I'm at. Anyway, I, um, when I was in high school, I had a really, um, I, I had a really good high school experience. I would say I was in choir. I was in theater. I really started like tapping into what I wanted to do professionally. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. I was in speech. I I was a state champion in speech. Actually, (laughs) I have a trophy and everything. Um, but I would say junior high was like my like gross era. Um, I didn't come out until I was 18 years old. So I was a senior in high school. I was second semester senior. So I was right. I was, I was out the door and that's when I decided to come out. Not because I felt pressured or because I was like leaving or because it was my senior year. I just felt like it was the right time and it coincidentally happened right when I was about to graduate. But I remember in junior high, I was like, I was, I was in that like awkward stage. I was in that weird, like gross. Yeah. I was like too hairy, but not hairy enough. And (laughs) like changing in the locker room. Like I was like so self-conscious. I used to wear two shirts. Like I wore a white t-shirt under my other shirts just so I could like feel like I had like some muscle. But then like I would wear oversized t-shirts and oversized sweatshirts because I felt fat. Like it was so weird. Um, and then like being gay, like holding that in, like junior high is like when I really like knew I was gay. Cause I was like hitting puberty and I was like, why is my dick hard when I see guys, you know? Um, and I remember, oh my God. So I, I got made fun of a lot in, in junior high, but there was this kid named JT. He, he was like a popular kid. He was it. Like I wanted to not be him, but like, I wanted to like have his status. Like his, his whole posse was it. And I remember we were at camp one day and like, so we went to like a summer camp and not a summer camp. We went to like a, it was a summer camp, but like they did like a field trip. It was like a week long field trip in junior high. And I remember being with him and another friend not a friend, his friend, not my friend. And his friend said something. We were like walking down the path to like go see the horses or something. It was something so random, but he was like, yeah, you wouldn't know anything about that, Jake, because you like guys. And I was like, um, what? And JT told this person, was like, dude, that was not cool. 
And I had not come out. I had not dated a guy. I had not like flirted with a guy. I was just a, in theater and a singer. And um, also JT was in, in choir with me. And he stuck up for me. And I felt really like, I felt so embarrassed. And I felt like I wanted to like die in the moment. But at the same time, this kid stuck up for me. And it, it meant a lot to me. Um, so if... If this person is listening, JT, like, you're a cool guy. <laughs> I appreciate you. But then when we got into high school, I was kind of like, fuck it. I don't care. Even though I was still in the closet. So I started doing whatever the fuck I want. And um, so I had a really good high school experience. But come time for senior year, you know, you're like, what do you want to do with your life? And I think this is a problem with... American society is like, well, I mean, society in general, like at 18 years old, think about when you were 18 years old. If someone told you this is what your life is going to be like today, right in this moment at 18, like, I don't care if you're like 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, like on to like 80 years old. If someone told you at 18 years old, Today, the date that you're listening to this, this is what your life is going to be. What is your reaction? Like, are you laughing right now? Are you like crying right now? Are you like, oh, fuck right now? Because that's the way I feel. And not like in a good or a bad way. I think that, you know, okay, so back it up. 18 years old, me, Jake. I um, was about to graduate. I had just come out. And I thought that I was going to go to Boston Conservatory or Tisch, New York University, and study musical theater or acting. And I thought by the time I was 25, I was going to be on Broadway, and I was going to have a family by 30 living in New York City with children. I'm 29 years old, and none of that is a part of my reality, nor is it really a part of my aspirations or my goals currently uh not to say that I don't want a family not to say that I don't want to be married or that I don't want to be on Broadway but you know I I think about like my entire journey and I also think like I've done a lot more like like cool things and like meaningful things more than Broadway not to knock Broadway because I think Broadway is amazing but like the experiences that I've had is like I would I wouldn't trade one show on Broadway for the experiences the the experiences I've had because like I've I've lived my life like I got to sing mass at the Vatican I got to sing at Carnegie Hall I got to sing in London during the 2012 games I've performed all over the country. I like I I've done this fucking shit. I've I've worked regionally. I worked at Walt Disney World. I still work at Walt Disney World as an equity performer. Like this kind of like sounds cringy to say out loud because it sounds like I'm like tooting my own horn, but like fuck it. This is like what I said, a journal entry, and I am gonna fucking toot my own horn. Like I'm that fucking bitch. I fucking did that. And I'm proud of that. And you know, this, this whole podcast is about like self-love. And if you're listening to this and thinking like, oh, you're so full of yourself. Like, no, I don't, I don't think I'm full of myself. I worked hard for those, those things. And I'm, I'm proud of those things. Um, 
but what I'm saying is like, I don't need to look back at my 18 year old goals and, and diminish what I've done because it's different. Like it's this, it's, it's different, but it's good. Like I'm proud of the work that I've done. I'm proud of the things that I've accomplished and the experiences that I've had and the opportunities that I continue to have. Um, I was talking to someone that is, is significantly younger than me. And, um, I, they were like talking about school and, you know, where they want their life to be. And I just, I, I think this kind of like inspired me to, to record this podcast a little bit because I told this person, I was like, you know, like, I, I think like, I see a lot of myself in you and it's kind of weird being on this like mentor like side or this like older side. Cause I was always the young one. We all are the young ones. We always were the young ones. Oh my God. I'm so young. You know, like that was all of us. Um, and I, I just told this person, I was like, you know, like, I think it's, it's great. Like have ambitions, have goals and like have the drive to do what you want to achieve. Because I think whatever you set your mind to, you can, you can achieve. But at the same time, like you have to let life happen. And that's hard. That's really fucking hard to digest I'm one of the most impatient people I know in the entire world. I hate being patient. I hate trusting the process. I hate just like waiting for my work to pay off. Like, you know, like no matter how much you plan for it, no matter how much you try to do the things that you are wanting to achieve, like life is going to happen. And that doesn't mean that your goals or your aspirations or where you want to be in life won't happen. It just means they might not happen the way that you think or want them to. And this, this is me being a almost 30 year old man talking into a microphone, talking to you right now and asking you like, where's your life currently? Where did you envision your life to be right now? And what knowledge do you have that has made your life a little bit better in a sense? It's enriched it a little bit more. I mean, the knowledge and the experience, I think about this. Like if I could go back and, and, and be 18 years old, old again, well, one, I would invest in Amazon. <laughs> I would invest in Apple and I would invest in like, Bitcoin, like I done. Okay. We'll get all the financial and like investments, what we know now out of the way, but like mentally, I don't know. I like, I can't even go back there because I don't even want to. I'm proud of where I've come. I'm proud of the struggles that I've had. I hated the struggles that I've had and continue to have. But I don't think if I had those struggles or those learnings, I would be who I am today. And so if you ask me, can you go back to 18 years old? You can go back to 18 years old if you want to, or you can stay where you are. I think I would stay where I am. 
I mean, I would want the skin of the 18-year-old because, like, fuck, like, being white sucks. Like, I'm cracking and, like, getting wrinkles. Like, retinol and, like, moisturizer. Like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of fucking money. So if anyone wants to sponsor me, I'm here. I will promote you. I will I will I will spend a whole minute talking about skincare if you promote me, please. Like I I will I would love that. Also I have a, a mustache right now. So if I sound a little bit more confident, it's because I have a porn stash. Um <laughs> No, I go I go on I go on these spurts where I, I, I trim my facial hair and my beard gets super long and then I just like want to shave it all off because it's like super long, but I look like a naked mole rat with it. So I, I just kind of like will trim it and then I'll get to the mustache and I'm like, Oh, I should leave it longer. So then that happens for a couple days and then my mom will, will see me on FaceTime and she'll be like, Jacob, why did you do that? Or then my Grammy will see it and she'll be like, Jacob, just shave your face. Um, and I'm saying, I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do. Um, I just kicked the thing. I got really excited. But yeah, so it'll last for a couple of days and then I'll be gone. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know where I was talking about. Oh, skincare. Yeah, it's it's a lot. So yeah, I would go back to like youthful, youthful looking. But mentally, I think I'm good where I'm at. I actually think that... Me turning 30 this year is like really good. I I have a a stable job finally that is paying me way more than I've ever made in my entire life. And I can sustain myself. I can put stuff in savings now. I can have health care and I don't have to worry about going to the doctor if I get sick. Like adult things. And it shouldn't have taken me until 29 years old to like get this. But that was my journey. And I'm happy with the progress that I've made to get to this point, and I don't regret anything that I've done. I still am going to perform. I'm still going to coach. I'm still going to, you know, personal train, and I get to blend some passion with um, actual, like, skill sets that I can make money at and also, you know, use my skill sets in a creative way as well. Um. But 18 years old. Yeah, where were where were you? Where were you at 18? I remember I went to London. I got to sing. And then I came straight from London, straight to... I, I flew back to Indiana. And then I got right on a plane the next day to New York. And I spent a week in New York. And then I came back. And I had like three weeks before I started school. And... I was like living the best life. I was like 150 pounds and six feet tall, like a string bean. And I thought I was like the hottest shit. If I could go back and tell myself anything, I think it would be be kind to yourself. Trust yourself and love yourself. And love yourself more than anyone else is going to love you. Because if I could go back to 18 years old, I let a lot of people take advantage of me from 18 to 25 and continue to take advantage of me, whether it be financially, 
romantically, sexually. I let so many people take advantage of me. And it was because I wanted to be a good guy. And I wanted to be nice. And I wanted to be caring. And I wanted to be loving. And I wanted people to like me. And if I could go back, I could I would tell myself, trust your gut. Stick to your gut. Be an asshole. But also be an asshole with compassion and empathy. Stick up for yourself. You know? Life is never going to be what you want it to be. You can get things in life that you want, but it's not going to happen the way that you want it or plan on it. Like, it's so fucking weird, dude. Like, life is so weird. And at least I'm I'm speaking from my perspective. Maybe you're a billionaire and you're like, I'm going to be a billionaire because I'm going to marry someone that is a billionaire and this is going to happen and and good for you if if that happened to you please tell me are you guys in an open relationship because i will definitely take advantage of that but <laughs> i i would i would say for the most part i don't want to speak for everyone life happens the way it happens and it's a ride it's a literal roller coaster and what i'm learning now as i approach 30 is that when you're at the highs, you got to like enjoy it, like fucking savor it. Like when you're at the top of that roller coaster. Okay. So working in Orlando, I, I, I told you I worked at SeaWorld. I worked at uh, Universal. I worked at Disney, but one of my favorite parks to ride rides. Well, there's two. Okay. So my favorite parks to ride rides are SeaWorld. They have the best rides, best roller coasters, period. But when I was working at Universal, I used to ride Rocket Roller Coaster, which it goes straight up and then it comes straight down into a loop. And you get to play your like favorite song that is on like a playlist in the seat. And it plays in the, the earphones of the seat. And so I would clock in for work like, well, I couldn't clock in early, but I would get to the park like 20 minutes early before I could clock in. So I could ride the ride and I could just like do it one time through and I would listen to bad girls. <laughs> so I'd be like bad girls as I'm like screaming my face off and it was the best rush of adrenaline ever. And then I go clock in and I work like thinking about that time. Like I wasn't 18. I was like, what? 24, 20, 20, 24, I think 23, 24. And like best time, like so fucking cool. Like, like how fucking cool is that? Um, but, uh, what is it? Manta? No, Manta. I think that's what it's called. No. Uh, it's the shark one. Oh my God. I am going to lose it at SeaWorld. Um, SeaWorld roller coaster. I'm looking it up right now. SeaWorld roller coasters. Um, Manta. No, Mako. Manta is another ride, but that's where you lay on your, your stomach. Mako, you go up to this like high, high, high hill, and then you go straight down. And I love going on that during the day, but especially at night, it is just so freeing. And what I'm saying is when you are at the top of that hill, enjoy every fucking moment of it. And also like when you start that descend, when you like, peak that hill when you when you crest that hill 
I'm like doing like ASMR, like when you grasp that nose, you do. <laughs> uh, I also love ASMR. I, I'm not gonna like shy away from it. I'm gonna say that. Like I will fall asleep to that shit. That's like one of the things that keeps him calm. I'm so ADD right now. But what I'm saying is when you when you crest that hill, when you when you start coming down and you feel that momentum and you are living in that full moment, think about how long that lasts before you're into that loop, before you hit that corkscrew, before you hit whatever obstacle or trajectory hits your way. Like live in that moment because it only lasts for so long. And it's so sad and it's, but it's also so amazing because it it makes you appreciate that time. And I think that's what I'm trying to appreciate now in life is that, that, that moment from the peak to the like halfway down that hill where it's like 30 seconds of just, oh my God, I'm shitting myself, but I'm also so excited and I'm also so like, I can't catch my breath, but I'm also like so alert and so alive. Enjoy that moment. Enjoy that because everything else is a corkscrew. Everything else is a loop. Everything else is, you know, a turn. I'm really proud of myself for creating that metaphor right now. <laughs> I'm really proud of myself for creating, <laughs> for going on that rant. Um, but yeah. If you're, if you're 18, if you're 80, just know that like life is a journey and everyone has their own experiences. Everyone has their own journey. Everyone has their own roller coaster, but enjoy the ride because you never know where it's going to go. And you, you might never have that same experience from the start to where you are now, you know? So like take the moment and be appreciative. You know, I, I've been... I've been trying to reflect a little bit in the mornings more and be grateful and say my affirmations. But one of the things that I've really started to say before every every performance I do, whether it's, you know, at Ranch Hands, whether it's at Disney, whether it's a gig, you know, I, I, I say, thank you for letting me be able to do this. Thank you for being Thank you for allowing me to have the legs to stand on or the ability to sing or the vocal cords or the sight or the hearing or the physicality to do what I do because I don't know if I'm ever going to have that, you know, in this moment, this, this moment's never going to exist again. And I don't know if I'm going to have the abilities that I have in this moment that I do, you know, tomorrow. So I really just try to start appreciating where I am in the moment so that I can appreciate the time that I'm in so that the goals that I do set are goals that I can achieve, but they are also something that I know that whether I achieve that goal or not, I'm happy. So with that, I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your, you know, bandwidth today. That's what I'm going to say. I'm appreciative of you hitting play and making it this far in this podcast. Uh, Let me know if you have questions for me, if you uh, like any stories that I'm telling and you want me to, you know, go deeper in those. But otherwise, I hope you have a fantastic day. Please appreciate the time that you are given in this moment. 
and practice a little gratitude because I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for you listening to this. So with that, I hope you know that there is nothing to prove. There is only something to share. And I will check you guys in the next episode. Have a great one. Thank you.